Welcome to episode number four of a millennial's third eye. Why does it sound so loud? Because you're loud. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome no, I don't, to I don't know. episode four of millennial's third eye. This is the metaphysical hour, and joining us is my co-host Candice on the metaphysical, metaphysical hour. It's like a mouthful. Hello, everybody out there in, in radio land. Hello, radio world. and listening to our conversation for the next hour we'll be discussing spiritual stuff experiences some phenomenons some non-phenomenons some crazy (laughs) stuff some non-crazy stuff some spiritual stuff all involved and we're going to lead it to some metaphysical connection of some sorts and um without further ado candace what have you been up to how's life life is great what today is today's a good day (laughs) Past couple of days, the energy's been kind of crazy for me. I'm not sure why, but today's been an awesome, awesome high energy day. Mm-hmm. Loving it. For me, in the past couple of days, see, I want everyone to understand, and I remind everyone too. Yes, I am human. Uh, Candace is a human. Surprise, no way. Surprise. We're. I'm also a light <laughs> being. I'm a light being in your human body. So I mean. There's Shocker. other parts to me. Multidimensional being, baby. That's how we do things <laughs> up in here. Multidimensional. You can't hold us back. Planet Earth 2020, multidimensional style. And so being that said, um, I also have obstacles that I have to go through. One of them was this mm-hmm. challenge where, you know, I moved from California from where I was back to my hometown, New York. This has been over the past, like, uh, month or so in July. So we're, we're looking past a month now. And so we have to remember, like, transitions happen. When you're transitioning back and forth somewhere new, it's always a new, even if it's a place of home, like you're going back to home, it's a new time to be back home. So there's things that I learned about myself that I really were I'm grateful for. Like, I needed my space. I needed certain things to bring me to, like, readings. I needed to be in a zone. So when I got back, Canada, I started working with my dad, and I really appreciate him. I really love working with him. But I started to realize, though, that I was getting depleted. And one of my friends had told me at one point, uh, when you help people, it helps us. And I, I mm-hmm. enjoy giving readings. I enjoy doing that stuff. And it also helps me. Fueling the fire of your, your passion and happiness. I, I started to realize, like, I know I need those days for me because that's what's going to bring in the rest of my week and, and what I'm doing, happiness, energy. We have to remember, too, like, and this is something I, I had to reorganize myself with. It's like, I needed to understand the replenishment of energy. Like we can go so Uh long, but we get tired of doing stuff. We're like, I don't want to do this no more. Sometimes it's good though. Sometimes it's good. It's like, you know what? Uh, I have no more energy for this. I'm tired of putting my energy into it. And it's one of those things like, all right, what do I need to do for myself? And that's what I've been working on um, for myself. That's what I've been metaphysically understanding. One of the challenges though, and you know, I know things, when it comes to my own life, I have a hard time dealing with them. One of them is being resistant to what you know is really good for you. And so I know live readings for me are really good for me, and I really love connecting with people. And uh-huh. I had a really hard time bringing myself to do it, even though I know it brings me happiness. And I talk about that with everyone. You have to do stuff that makes you happy. And there's, yeah. there's, there's going to be moments where you're not vibrationally matching that. And so you have to bring yourself there to vibrationally match that. That's what I've been doing. Right on, right on. Yeah, like, I 
totally agree with you. Like when, I don't know, when I'm in that zone, like doing, helping other people, God, man, that's like, I don't know. It's like, it is, it's like medicine for my soul. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the greatest feeling to help somebody. And then at the same time, like you were saying, like it does, it, it helps us too, you know, because there's a lot of times when like I'll read somebody or even do like a daily reading and it just has my name written all over it. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, that was for me. Wasn't it? <laughs> so well, I would, I mean, definitely. I remember um, there's, there's times where I'll read your, your card of the day, your cards of the day. And then I'll do my own sometimes and I'll notice like before I, I'll do it and then I'll go about my day and then I'll see people around me going through what I just talked about from the card I pulled before I left the house. I'm like, Oh, right. <laughs> but then later on that day, it will correspond to me even more. I'm going, Oh man. <laughs> so, I love those moments. Cause it's like, wow, right, that's great. You know, when you see people, yeah, I, I love, I think that's great. I think it's great, but it is very, very important to, you know, take care of yourself. Yes. You know, to to you need time. Everyone needs their own time for whatever it is. You know, like some people like to go to the gym. That's how they raise their vibe. You know, because it makes them feel good. It gets their blood pumping, and they feel good afterwards. You know, so everyone just needs their own time, their own space, and there is nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. It makes us happier and healthier, too. (laughs) You know, it's good for the soul. I find it challenging, though. Well, it's hard because when it went, look, I know it's good for me. And not everyone's going to understand that. And there's people that do. And I'm like, I appreciate you. Thank you. But there's times (laughs) where I know it's good for me. So I know, like, I need those two days. And I was thinking about it, too. I was like, all right, there's the weekend. But really, for me, the weekend, I still enjoy doing other things. And I don't have that time for me to do the stuff I need to do. So it's important. And it's hard for me to do that sometimes because it's like, Hey, I got, I got to tell people like, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm really sorry. I love this, but I can't do that. Or I can't, I right. can't do that right now. And that, that's difficult to speak your truth to people. And I, I was talking to someone else recently. I think it was you. Yeah. I was, I was talking with you. Speaking <laughs> your truth releases this, this energy that um, is within us. And I, I tell people too, if you think use about, that metaphor. The one that you gave me earlier, use that metaphor. I love that metaphor. Well, I want to say that one too, but before I go into it, there's this other metaphor I love doing too, which is gasoline turns into fumes, water turns Ooh. into vapor, sadness turns to tears. And my point about that is that emotions really have a significant impact on us. Being on planet Earth is about feeling, and we have to learn mm-hmm. how to feel it and also use that energy to bring in what what we want. And that's what people do to manifest. You have to feel it. What does it feel like to be there in that image or that thought to bring it in? And you have to, you have to hold that vibration to match it. And so what I told you earlier was, look, emotions sometimes are like a cloud in your body. When you actually speak your truth and say, look, I'm not really happy with this. This is what's going on with me. You're releasing of that. And it's also healing. Um, I remember when I started this journey on, on uh, public radio and uh, Facebook Live, I was talking about what I went through because I wanted to help other people heal from their problems too and I didn't realize completely yet at the time, but I was also healing from my own thing by talking about it and so by talking about it, it helps us, that's why therapy is a beautiful thing um, mm-hmm. 
having good people to be around and talk to them about stuff that's going on. It's a good thing. So talking about stuff, I, I think a lot of people avoid the truth too, because they don't want to hurt people's feelings and they're afraid of the outcome. Cause um, yeah. they, they don't understand that. Well, one, when you speak your truth, it really brings in a mood shift and it's a positive one. If you're doing it the right way, if you're speaking about it in an angry way, it's not going to really help. If you're being honest, coming from the heart, Hey, this is it's upsetting me, whatever it is, it's going to mm-hmm. help release it because right away you're going to see a significant change. If you think about this too, while you're holding on to a mood, it's like holding on to weights. If you're holding a 25 pound um, thing in your hand. You're holding on to Damn, that's heavy. And, and so you have to understand, too, that weight is connecting to vibrations and frequency while you're holding on to it. So no one's going to really see the positive results or think of – they're not going to find those good opportunities by holding on to that weight. That's why we got to let go of things. We have to disconnect from, from materials. We have to disconnect from people at times. Because in order for us to, to be enlightened, we have to let go of weight, right? So – yeah. We have to let go of things, especially shadow working. Is, Spirit wanted me to talk about this. What, in, in your own words, Candace, and this is not a trivia thing. It's not, I'm not trying to like, make you feel. What is your own uh, words of explaining what shadow working is? Um, in a nutshell, uh, I would say self-healing. Self-healing. I mean, that's a really good, simply good way to put that. I but find it's a, a ne- never-ending. <laughs> well, I think there's a time and a place for everything. And mm-hmm. I was talking with a client recently who was like, I'm trying to do all this stuff. I'm trying to do shadow working. I'm trying to connect with my spirit guides. I'm trying to do this, trying to do that. And I think there's a time and place for it. So if there's, mm-hmm. someone, if there's someone that's currently going through some emotional upheaval in their life, that's a good time to shadow work. If they're having blockages in their life, they're trying to access money, they're trying to access a job, they're trying to, if they're feeling blocked, that is another time of shadow work. And I also yeah, why am I blocked? Why is this not coming in? Yeah. You know, there's, there's also those types of people that I'm sure you've come into contact with them too. And don't get me wrong, I've probably been there as well. I'm not, talk, I'm not here to talk shit. But <laughs> there's, there's certain individuals that are like shadow working, the, the, the dark night of the soul, the ego self. They're, they're coming up with all these labels for the same thing. And I find that yeah. as a problem because you, you keep coming into new definitions of what it is but they're all the same. The ego is the shadow self. The ego is the dark night of the soul. Dark night of the soul yeah. is the shadow self. And a lot of people, they go into all this research and they find out like seven ways to call it, call it one thing. And then they don't know where to go from there because they're like, well, which one is it? When do I do it? How do I do it? And they want to know how to do it for seven different ways. They're all the same <laughs> thing. And um, I kind of wanted to share this with you. I found a post that really talked about dimensions um, in, a, in a small way, in a good way to start. And it's 3D, it's ascension of consciousness. The 3D, the 4D, and the 5D. And right, I saw that. You saw that? That's awesome. And I, I love yeah. it because what I like to tell people, and the reason why I share my explanation, I don't know about you, is because I used to be in that position of like, what are you talking about? So I try my best to explain it in my own experience to help you understand it. And mm-hmm. When, when someone used to tell me 3D, 4D, or 5D, I'm like, oh, my God, it's another plane of existence. I'm, I'm going to 5D. I'm leaving 3D behind. See, guys. Like, I thought we were going to a new planet. Well, it's a new planet. Don't get me wrong. It's a new Earth. A lot of people talk about new Earth. 
a lot uh-huh. of people talk about people le- being left behind because um, they're not waking up type of thing. And it's really like, I think they're overcomplicating it. A little Pers- bit. Perspective of consciousness, I like to look at it as a projection screen in your head, and it's projecting out your third eye. Some people have the projector out their ass and they can't see shit. But what I'm talking uh-huh. about. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, <laughs> 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 that's great, dude. <laughs> sorry if we offended anybody. Not sorry, yeah. but that's yeah. great. <laughs> They're only seeing the low vibration. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that was great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Totally. That Didn't even weird. think about that one. Yeah, that came out. That came out fast. <laughs> um, so I like. <laughs> I like to look at uh, the dimensions are really perspective of consciousness. And so what that really means is to see, and this is my example, and I want to go down this list. To see, to see the higher perspective in order to switch in, you have to literally like switch your gears and how you're thinking. And uh, before I get into it and what I found, 3D is literally the world we live in in the sense of like, this is what they said. This is what they're doing. This is what it would happen to me. This is that. And, and then you start to think about the law of attraction or the mirror of the universe or the understanding that everything happens for reasons. You can mm-hmm. then understand that, okay, so this is happening to me right now. What's the mirror of the universe trying to explain? And so I, rem- I remember one time, I love this story, but I share them a lot because it's a really good understanding, I think. There was a, a while ago I was interested in someone and I was getting frustrated that they weren't committing to me. Like the word commitment came into my head. I was like, they're not committing to me. So I was like, all right, let me, let me go for a walk because when you're still in your energy, you're just, you're, it's not helping you. It's nodding it up. So I went for a walk and I was like, why is they, why, what's the universe trying to show me in the mirror of this person not committing to me? And I was like, wait a second. So the mirror is me. I'm not committing to myself. And so what that really means is that, and it was true, I stopped doing Facebook Lives, I stopped doing podcasts, stopped doing, and this is why I'm going back to the same thing now. I've got to commit to myself. I have to love, love what I love doing. So uh-huh. when you start to shift that, that gear into other, other understandings, then you can start to shift your perspective. And then you can shift it to the, the universe, the people, the universe. It's not just us, it's we. And I'll go down this list in a minute, but what do you what do you uh, feel about this? Is there anything you want to add to that? What's your perspective? Well, I just had an I just had an aha moment, <laughs> but that's total personal. But aha, uh-huh, I just had a wow, Joe. That's why I like having these conversations because it, it it helps. <laughs> um, and but yeah, no, I I spot on. I I agree with what you said. Spot on. Do you make any sounds when you have your aha moment? What's your what's your usual expression? You, I have. <laughs> I, have I find it interesting. I think everyone has their their own aha moment expression, and I want to start focusing on this. What's your, what is yours? What do you know that you're doing? I'm like a deer in headlights. Because <laughs> I'll say, like, oh, like my eyes will get like doe eye, like they widen. And I'm like, oh, and I like nod. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, shaking my head a little bit. Yeah, I'm like a deer in headlights. <laughs> I, I think I have a lot of uh, a couple a couple go tos. I think there's one that's like the light lighter version. That's the ah, <laughs> and I think it depends on that the, the amplification of the aha moment. So I think yes. when, it, when it's a real big aha moment, I go I do the 
Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. And someone's like, yeah. "What?" And then yeah, I look at them and I'm like, "They're not gonna understand this." Uh, nothing. I just understood something on a bigger level than I normally would. Exactly. <laughs> When I remember like synchronicities and all that when people would sync up and, and they start to understand more about the universe and them and the connection and they're like oh there was a moment where <laughs> I would see angel numbers and license plates my mileage in yeah. my car it was crazy at one point yeah man <laughs> numbers were everywhere ah! I used to have these moments because I didn't know who to talk to at some point I was like who who's here Who's here? What's going on? What is the universe trying to tell me? Um, I think a lot of people have a hard time with that because they think they're going crazy. Or they might they feel like they're losing their mind. But what's really happening is to ascend. You're finding cool, yourself. To ascend, you're going through ascension. You're going up in consciousness. And mm-hmm. so some people have that radically. Some people have that short term where it's like a minor, like minor bumps in the road where it's like, oh, here's another one, and here's another one, where it keeps lifting you up. You have these big moments and uh, finding yourself. And I had this, like, rush where, like, in a, in a period of, like, three months, I was like, what the hell is happening to me? Who, who put me on fast forward? I don't know where to go. And I, started, I had to, like, fight through it. But it was, a, it was a wild experience because you realize, like, this is a matrix. Um, things are connected. There's, you know what I also realized too, and I want. It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. When I went through mine, it brought me to where I am today. What I'm doing, my passion, my happiness, my beliefs. My, I learned so much in in those months. But like for you, what did you? What do you remember or recollect of uh, your experience and where it brought you? Oh, like when, when like when I had my awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I was in a very unhealthy, dark place. And I don't know, like, I've always, I've always been like a journalist. Like, I've always had a journal for as long as I can remember. And I don't know, I just, I would get outside and like, I would start praying. And then, and, you know, things just started happening. Like, I just started seeing, like, everything that I was worried about being taken care of and working itself out and like new answers. But when like my mind blown, like when I was just saw how like everything was like connected and like, it, it was insane. It was just like, and sometimes till this day, it's like, Oh my God, like I never knew that, you know, like always learning something new for sure. But one when when I finally like came like I guess I've always known certain secrets of the universe or whatever you know what I mean I've always been that person, <laughs> um, but when I finally began to experience it for myself, it was something on just like another level. I felt lighter. I felt I felt different. You know, definitely felt felt different for sure. And then everything just started changing, like, the way I saw things, like, my perspective, things just started shifting, and I, and I noticed that. I could, I could notice the shift, but everything just started shifting, and that's how I got here today, you know? I remember, that was beautiful. Thanks for sharing. 
I remember in the beginning of my awakening, I was really unhappy. Like I lost happiness for a lot of things. And I was also depressed at that time. And a lot of people get triggered from you, you hit the lowest point of your life. And it's really significant to the point where like it rocks your world in in ways that you don't, you don't want. And so um, you realize that not everyone's going to understand you. You realize that you're not happy and it starts this momentum to shoot you up through ascension. But I, was, I wasn't happy, and I kept telling myself, like, what do I want to do next in my life? And one of these moments that you brought me to by sharing yours is that I remember feeling like I was, like, in a jail. Like, it, not literally, but I felt so stuck in life. Like, I couldn't escape it. Like, I had to go uh-huh. to work. I have to do this. As miserable as I was, I have to do this. And as miserable as I was, I still had to go and continue. And that's life, but literally, I was like, it's a rat race. I'm, I'm tired of being stuck. And this is, this is significant, actually, now that I think about it now. We talk about the matrix more. And a lot of people, I think, are starting to uncover the matrix a little bit more. And a lot of people, when you say the matrix, it kind of freaks them out. Old matrix is collapsing. And the old yeah. matrix is where we, we were all stuck consciously. We weren't ascending. We were being forced. It's like hitting a ceiling wall. We're only allowed to reach this point in life. Some people were seeing past it. But a lot of majority of people were getting stuck and mm-hmm. they were, they were unhappy with life and they can't move forward. And it, so I got to this point where I finally let go of things I didn't want anymore. I was like, I'm tired of working this job. I don't, I don't need it. And spirit was telling me too, look, you just move back home. You have a, a safe cushion, which is a good way to look at it, a cushion to evolve from. And so right. when, when I quit my job, I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I remember, like, the next three days, I was so – Candace, I was in bed just blissful. I was like, oh, my God, I don't have to do anything. I'm just – I wasn't worried about money. I wasn't worried about anything. I was just happy to be in that moment. And I think a lot of us should start doing more of that, to let go of our worries and just be in the moment and just be happy because it's it's easy to tell people, look, when you worry about something, you're putting resistance to what you want. If you're worrying about a relationship, you're worried about money, you're worried about what do you, what do you need to find next, you're putting a ton of resistance on what it is you want to find things to do. Yeah. When you're, you, when you're thinking those worrisome thoughts, yes, you're sending that kind of energy out. Right. And so when I, when I was literally in that mode to feel so peaceful, I found a lot of clarity in a lot of stuff. I mean, I had some more resistance to other things, but I had to find that peace. And I, I'll never forget that. I was so happy. I, I haven't felt like that before. And it was so significant to be like, you know what? I'm not, atta- <laughs> I'm not attached to anything. I'm not forced to do something. I'm at mm-hmm. peace with life. That's a big thing. To be able to put your guard down. To be able to put your, your that's hard. Yeah, it is hard for a lot of people to be able to. Um, what? What was he loud about? I couldn't hear. Oh, my brother. Every time they call him for dinner, they can't hear him, so they like like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear right, and they have good sound cancellation, and now I just can't hear goddamn. Oh, he's he's got noise cancellation headphones for his his gaming. Nice. So to go back to what I was saying, it's a really great thing to, to just let your guard down. Let let the thought that's bothering you go. Because a lot of times I think a lot of people want the answer to something now. 
and they want to they want it fixed now. They want to do it. I've been there before. You want what is it? What is it next? What is it next? But in order for that answer to really come in, we have to let go of the pressure that we're putting on it to let it come, let it flow, let it be, let it just let it come to you without over worrying about it. And I think that's yeah. a great thing. I was talking with you earlier today, and uh, you were just you're just happy in your in your place. And I think that's a great place to be at emotionally because you're not thinking about anything. You're not worried about the outcome of something. It's going with the flow of life because it's also saying what you want and what you're vibrating to emotionally at that time is what's going to come. And the same thing with the weight. You're holding on to that weight in your hand until you speak your truth, until you're like, you know what, I'm not going to worry about this anymore. I'm going to put it down. It's not, it's not going to hold you back from what's really meant to come in. And this is crazy, Candace. Think about this. Okay. So, so many people in this world, what's, what's the one thing they really want in their life? Name it. It's gonna, you already know. Love. <laughs> yeah, they want love, right? They worry about love and they worry about being alone. Yet, you know what that does? It just creates more. Right. It creates more it, lack it of almost like It almost like you're almost isolating yourself. I'm receiving that. The other thing I don't people, have. I don't have love. I don't have that special someone. Mm-hmm. You keep saying I don't have. I don't have. No, you don't have, and you're not gonna have because you keep saying that. You're right. convincing yourself that you're not worthy, that you don't have. You're convincing yourself that. That's you know. That's what you're putting out there. See, they, they don't realize. They don't know, Candace. They don't know the power <laughs> of their words. You'll you'll hear people tell you, "Oh, I'm gonna Word be alone forever." No, don't say that. Don't say you're you're going to be alone forever because you're literally telling the universe that you, you want to be alone. The universe doesn't care about how you, how you feel. The, the matrix cares about what you're saying, what you're doing, what you're vibrating to. And so if you're saying that, you're telling the universe that's what you want. You don't want that. You want to be with the right person at the right time. When it comes, mm-hmm. it comes. You believe in it. You know, people people worry. So many people worry about something like getting a disease. And they have like the name of it, and they have oh my father, you know my father had it, my mother had it. That was in, it's in our DNA, and they create this correspondence in the matrix where it's like, oh well, if they have it, you're more inclined to get it. Now if uh-huh. you put belief in that, and you're worried about it, and you're you know there's a guy that I went to high school with. He was like a um, teacher, substitute teacher, or something like that. I really don't know what his title was. He wasn't a, a, a teacher teacher, but he was worried about losing his hair because his dad lost his hair. So he was trying to prevent it early on in life by putting on these shampoos and stuff. But what did it do? It created more worry of that reality, and he wound up losing his hair or in his thirties. <laughs> so it's like, don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Don't believe that's going to happen to you. And that's what really comes. So, I, you know, we got to focus on – and this is the thing about New Earth. I think a lot of people are, are excited about New Earth. I love it. Love the love the correspondence to it. I'm feeling it. But so the New, New Earth is like five D, right? Five D. My my point is this: is that if we are all evolving, because over over the past you know, 60, 50, 60s, 70s, eighties, nineties, within the six uh, sixty years of evolution here, you have to look at planes, cars, music medicine, medical, everything has been evolving. And what I, uh-huh. what I personally see as new earth as this is the next big step 
to evolution, like the hu- a huge step. Now, if you look at it this way, if we are all of our evolving around technology and stuff, so is our consciousness. And so, and I talk about this too, as you, as me and you are important in the world as a collective, we collectively come together as, as one, as a collective energy. And so the planet is a living thing as a collective as well. So me uh-huh. and you have timelines, we have multiple realities, multiple choices. What we do with our vibrational moods is important. So if we're all evolving, the planet is also evolving. And New Earth, in my perspective and my understanding so far, is that are going to be inclined to understand at a higher consciousness. And what, from what I also understand is that if we weren't at this level before, now we're here now, the planet only has to keep evolving from there. So we're only going to keep looking up higher dimensionally. Now, well, that's good. For right now, there's a lot of dimensions that I, I can understand that is really um, un, unreachable at this level. But as the planet evolves, as human evolves, we can con- consciously evolve higher. You know, the other thing that Spirit showed me the other day, and this is interesting. You know Atlantis and Lumeria and all that? Yes. For, for what Spirit has shown me, they actually talked to me about it a year ago. And they're showing me that this is where a lot of people had a lot of enhanced spiritual gifts. They had a uh-huh. lot of things that we don't have right now, but they had it. And um, from what spirit had talked to me about, and I want everyone to know, like, I don't really get into the books or list, some things I do listen to. And if it resonates with me, I'll hold on to it. But what spirit showed me was there was a moment where people started to go into the negative concepts of thinking, jealousy, envy, and it created war and it created things to collapse. And it created a fraction of time and it created fractures in our life. And what they showed me too was time where there was angels or there was, they were sent to earth because light beings were sent here to help earth evolve and to help earth evolve because earth is one of the planets that hasn't evolved as much as the other planets. And so what happened at that time though, they, they misconstrued their powers and used fear. And this is where things and times and timelines were, were all messed up. And so to think about it now, things are collapsing and timelines are collapsing to help us evolve the planet and for individuals. And so this is, this is what they were showing me recently. But when we, um, when we all vibrate higher consciously, when we all mm-hmm. wake up, who's waking up? I wake up, you wake up. Well, the more people that start to realize things more, you're actually creating a weight. And there was a certain time in the past, I don't know, in the 80s, I think, there were some people that consciously woke up then. And then there was more so in the corresponding years. And uh, what they were saying to me, Spirit was showing me, is that every layer has an importance to it. Who woke up first and then the next generation, the next generation, and it's only helping each other in waves. There's no really uh, race to it. There's no winning prize. It's all for one as humanity. And so the more we all collectively um, vibrate more, other people are going to be kind of forced in a way energetically, but they're also going to be supported better than uh, other people. So for my example, there was a time where I felt like I didn't have anyone really to talk to. So this one of the reasons why I love doing what I do is because I don't want someone to feel like they have no one to talk to. So I make sure I keep that door open, but everything has a purpose. Uh, I don't know if I'm overloading you, Candace, with all this stuff right now, but um, no, <laughs> I'm taking so, it all in. New Earth, 5D. It's all about we, unity. It's all about love and understanding. It's all about um, 
more of the intention. A lot of people were just doing, focusing on me and I, what I'm doing and what I want to do. And we're starting to realize now, like, it's not just about yeah. that. It's what's the intention of why you want to do it? How is it going to affect other people? Why do you really want that? Um, a lot of people want things and they're not putting the right intentions and purpose to it. How is it going to affect other people? You know, mm-hmm. I want things for a certain reason, but I, I, my reason is because I want to help a larger amount of people. I want, to, I want the message of spirit and what I'm being sent here to do to be heard on a larger scale. Some people don't want that, and that's okay. And some oh. people do want that, and that's okay too. It's how, what's the intent? You know, you're making, you're making your stuff. You're making uh-huh. it for your happiness, but the happiness to bring in happiness for others. With, you know, they want to buy your products and what you're doing it for. And I think a lot of people hey. look at things in the wrong way sometimes. See, you got to do things for the right reason. You know, once you start... No matter what it is, once you start doing it, like, out of, I don't know, greed or, you know, self, yeah, things can start to go wrong. But when, when you do things out of the, the, for the right reasons, because it makes you happy, because you want to help people, you know, um, for, you know, the right things, you get more abundance. You get more of that. <laughs> more people heal. More people, you know, you become, I mean, it's. It benefits everybody. Being human too, and I'm sure I'm sure you've been there before. Well, yeah, you're human. Yeah. <laughs> but even as a spiritual person, you know, I was talking to my girlfriend the other day, and I was like, you know, Buddhists, right? The Buddhist monks, they live in oh. like their own temple. You know why? I'm sure there's multiple reasons why. This, this is just one. The more enlightened you become the more sensitive other people's energies are to you. And uh-huh. so the more we focus on our self-love and energy and we can feel other people's energy or the energy of what, what change feels like or what happiness feels like, or cause there's a, there's a lot of people that really aren't conscious of what that feels like yet. And they, they kind of slowly understand it, but they really focus on their own thing. But at the same time, people's energy is, is overwhelming and so uh-huh. what's my point about that? I, too, even through enlightenment, I still fall in, in points where I get a little frustrated. I'll get upset about something. I'll get upset about what I'm picking up on. Maybe there's something going on. But my human self still kicks in the ego at times. It's like, you know what? This person did that, and I have to take a step back and go, wait a second. What's the bigger picture here? What, right. do, I really, what, are, what do I really need to see within this um, obstacle. What, Why is good? this happening for me? Right. Right. And sometimes right away we get, we get triggered because in the past, when we're aware of something, it triggers us to do a response. And so, uh-huh. okay, well maybe this person did that because they were also triggered to do a response, but maybe they're doing it for the wrong reason. Uh-huh. How can I, how can I combat this with positivity? How can I combat this? And a lot of people seem to think differently they'll do something and they think they're doing it for a just cause. And they think that in the background of things, they might be holding someone back from doing something. But at the same time, there's a beautiful thing happening for that person that they're blocking or they're trying. I know people that have done spiritual work on someone in a negative way. I don't condone it, but I know that they'll do it and they want to do it for the wrong reasons. But you know, what's really happening, even though that person might be blocking that person there's actually a blessing happening behind that. 
And so even though that time frame of that blockage on the other person being thrown at them or something being thrown at them, there's actually a blessing in the end, whether that's the disconnect from that person they need to disconnect from or in that time of that blockage for someone else, they find enlightenment through a new door because they were blocked from that door. So some people yeah. think they're doing negative things for a good, for a just cause, but it actually corresponds to beautiful things in the long run for the other person. And when, when you're throwing um, shade on light, the only thing that can happen is that that shade becomes engulfed in light because light always wins. And as long as we're coming from the heart, and this is where 5D is. Okay, uh-huh. you, see the, you see the problem. How, and this is also a cycle, Candace. How you handle that problem creates a cycle. Or that cycle has already been happening. You just have to be aware of this cycle and going, you know what? Instead of me doing the same thing I usually do, I wish them well. I wish them positivity. I wish them, yeah. you know, maybe is it in my control? We have to start asking ourselves questions. I think, you know, Candace, what are some things that you've, you've noticed in the past couple of years that you changed that you started to ask questions on instead of acting on? Yes. Well, like, I don't even know how to really, so much if I ask questions. I mean, I guess I do. So, like, a situation happens, like, I don't, I don't get pissed anymore. You know, I don't get, like, angry. I don't exhibit those emotions anymore. Um, Because now it's just like, huh, let it sit in for a second. And, like, why, why is this happening? What's, you know, what's going on here, you know? Um, I don't react like I used to to situations. Um, again, what, what, why is this happening? You know, what do I need to learn? And like you were saying, so when you sit back and, and you look at the situation, you're like, but this has happened before, you know? Then I need to change this so it doesn't happen again. And then you break the cycle. You don't make the same choice that you did before. I mean, okay. So for an example, like I have really bad taste in men. So I would always get into these bad relationships and they all exhibited the same type of qualities. And so it's like when that situation came, came again, nope, not doing it. Cause I knew how this was going to go. I broke the cycle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just a matter of, I don't know if you want to call it reflection, but, you know, just taking a step back and why, why is this happening? Like, what's really going on? Why am I getting triggered? Why am I mad? What's making me mad? Okay, this is making me mad. Should I be mad at this? Is it worth? One of my things is, like, is it going to matter in five years type of thing? You know, like, I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to, like, worry over something. If it's really not going to matter. Mm-hmm. Like it's like what's the point? But I mean, I I haven't been. I when I step back and just do a lot of internal. I spend a lot of time doing a lot of things internally, assessing things and just taking things in. And if it feels right, or if it doesn't feel right, we need to fix it. Something's wrong here. You know, it, it shouldn't be like this. Something that I, um, you, you sparked a thought here. Something that I, I, I think I noticed, but I didn't put awareness to till now. When I was a couple of years back as a chef, I always felt like when an opportunity would come about for a new job, 
like I would take it. And I was, I was always jumping jobs a lot. Um, I had a lot of jobs. I always got a job. I was never afraid of not having jobs. But I think I was really eager to reach a certain level, and I kept taking opportunities like I was going to miss out on the opportunity. Like I was going to miss out on the time and okay. dedication. There was pros and cons to this. And then I thought about this, too. When I was, when I was younger, or I'm still young, but back in the day, I didn't know why I did this. But when I was in a relationship and it ended, whether I ended it or they ended it, eventually I would get to this, this thought process. And I, I actually stopped myself one day. I was like, why do I even do this? And I, was, and I would think about it. What did they provide for me in a positive way? What is something I learned in a negative way? What did they teach me that was a pro? What did they teach me that was a con? And I looked at this as a as, – it was interesting. I didn't even know why I was doing it. And uh, <laughs> I think this, this is more like our, our authentic self. We have to stop questioning why we do it. If it's a good thing, then just accept it. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And I would look at it and go, you know what? They taught me to be a better uh, person by being more polite. I wasn't a rude person, but being in the hospitality industry, I remember one girlfriend, um, she was like, say thank you. And I was like, why? But <laughs> – but I really accepted it. I was like, you know what? You're right. And um, being happy. And they were trying to teach me how to be, because I was not always a happy person. I was very cranky, grumpy, complaining about stuff. And I wasn't learning yet what I needed to learn. And so I would do this, but I didn't understand why. And now looking back at it, and I was like, you know what? I understand why I was doing that more. And I was understanding. But my point about the whole chef thing, though, was I kept feeling like I was going to miss out on an opportunity. I was always trying to reach the best and I wasn't being accepting on being in one place and taking one opportunity. I was always on to the next. And I think a lot of people do that with relationships too, where they feel like they're going to miss out on the one and this might be the one. So maybe I should accept their flaws and problems. And Uh what I remember doing recently and more so through my awakening, the more, the more, this is true. The more you love yourself, the more you're like, you know what? I'm not going to stop doing this for someone. If they love me for who I am, they're going to accept me for who I am. And so there was times where I might cross paths with someone's interest in me. But, all right, maybe they're attracted. But you know what? At the time, I was like, I, I already feel it. This is not going in the direction. I already know that they're going to be like, why are you doing all this stuff? And it, you know, I already felt it. I was like, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up part of my life for someone because they don't like what I'm doing. And so I got to the point where I was like, you know what? The right person is going to come. This is what they're going to. This is what they're going to be a feeling in my life. They're going to love what I do. They're set me for what I do. I'm going to accept what they do. But a lot of people uh-huh. miss out on this opportunity because the universe tests us. Seriously, they'll all the time. Provide, they'll provide. They'll provide a relationship for someone to come in, and then you're like, oh, well, they're really cute and they're really attractive, and they have all this stuff. But you already see the eight to nine flags that are red. And you're like, oh, I don't know about that. But then people are like, maybe I'm going to miss out on the opportunity. And they want to know if this person's for them or not. And I'm like, yeah. But you see, do you see that you already know that you've told me? And they, they'll tell you. Oh, I already know that they, they do this and they do this. Are they for me? You already <laughs> see it. If you don't see the flags and you're willing to step into a relationship with someone and you understand that people have um, pros and cons, but this person is that's a different story. But if you're but already you, questioning it. You know what I, I've also realized, you know, just like people come into my life for a certain reason, mm-hmm. we enter other people's lives as well oh, right. for yeah. a reason. 
So, like, sometimes, like, even though, even though you know, you see all these red flags, even though, you, you know, um, you're, everything's screaming, no, 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 and you do it anyways, it may not be for you. You know what I mean? Like, so we're never going to be dealt a hand that we can't handle. Right. You know what I mean? So by entering certain situations, you know, the, the typical common empath narcissist, for example, you know, empaths are very drawn to narcissists because they want to heal. That's what they want to do. And so um, we do that, you know, like in a previous relationship, it was like that. And to see that person now, um, it's kind of like when, when the relationship ended and he went through his own personal dark night of the soul, I guess, whatever you want to call it out there. But he went through his own, his own thing. And now it's, it's funny because now when like we talk, he, he uh, says all of these things that I have always been saying and he's, he's saying them now. And I'm like, Whoa. So, I mean, like being in an unhealthy relationship, yeah, that's never good, but could be for the other person you know what I mean they may need your guidance you know I mean never do your best to not be in an abusive relationship for sure but you know so they just need your guidance you know even well, though you know what's wrong <laughs> there's there's times where I'll see it now because I'm more understanding of it Mm-hmm. And this kind of happened in a certain way. I'm going to kind of brush, uh, paint this picture for everyone in a, in a different way. <clears throat> There's someone that I know that people were leaving them, like not leaving them until like dying. They were leaving them as friends. They were leave, they were disconnecting from them. Like, I'm sorry, but you know what? I have to move forward. And like they, this one person was losing like a lot of people. Wow. And I didn't, I wouldn't have understood this before. And I try to explain this to other people is that when someone feels insecure about themselves, when they don't feel, when they don't fully love themselves, they don't feel worthy of themselves. They don't feel, they might not say it, but things like this will happen to them and they start losing. They start losing themselves. They start losing the, look, they can lose, you know, I'm, I'm giving it in different ways. You can lose a dog. You can lose a job. You can lose a relationship. But when something bothers someone significantly, it reflects in your life. So like I said Uh before, what is this reflection of me? Um, The reflection was I wasn't committing to myself. And so if we can't see that, this is what's going to happen. And so these people kept losing um, connections with people. And what that really means is, look, like you said before, everything does happen to us for us. But at that time, you have, to, you have to ask yourself, what is it about me or what is it about this? Refle- and that's, this is the 3D world. If you're not asking yourself, what is it about me that's being reflected in this obstacle or this, this provision of, of what I need to uh, see, you're not shifting into 4D or 5D. 3D mm-hmm. is going, you know what they did to me? You know what this happened? And this is what, you know what's going to happen? And they're, you know, they're saying negative stuff. They're being negative. The victim. Don't get me wrong. I would be upset too. Like, what the f is happening in my life right now? Like, why is that happening? Yeah, it's a and, victim mentality. 
the other part about that too is people people's vibration will shift out of vibration with the people that you're friends with or so if you're if you're going into a low vibration which is also insecurity lack of love uh-huh. for yourself you're going to start losing things but at the same time you're going to lose people because you're not in the same vibration with them anymore but you're also not seeing what is the universe trying to provide for you to raise your vibration and teach you something and so we see beyond religion we have to see beyond um, limited beliefs. We have to mm-hmm. see be beyond. Look, even from my religious perspective, I don't talk about it because I don't put it on anyone. It's my path. But there's things that I've learned consciously and spiritually from the practices that are given, and I understand them more of why this is. Why do we do it this way? Why is it done? And it's for energetic purposes. It's an understanding of self. It's an understanding of a law of attraction. But it's in a it's in a um, old old methods that have tr- traditionally carried on through the Orishas and different things. So it's beyond that, though. In order to understand that, you have to see beyond the, the 3D concept. And so mm-hmm. to see beyond it, you have to accept and understand. Okay, why is this happening? Energy can be done and worked worked in different ways, but however how can we learn from it so that we don't have to do it this way? How can we learn from it to understand why it's done this way? How can we learn from ourselves to understand that, okay, something's happening. What do I need to put myself in check for? One of the biggest things that I recently remember is, especially recently, I was completely off center with my energy. I wasn't happy. I was going back into like little other vibrations that I I remember that I don't like. But the new thing for me is it's a new cycle. So the old me would have been like, I'm not happy. What do I do? What do I want? I don't know. The new me says, you know what? I learned so much now. I learned that this isn't bringing me happiness, but I know that I like doing this at times. So what do I need to change to bring in my happiness again to bring this all balanced? It's a new way of thinking. It's a new perception. So we just have to be able to ask ourselves, instead of why is this happening in a 3D way, what is it teaching me? What is it that I need to learn about me? A lot of people, they want... Hard. You've been here, Candace. We, we do reading. So it's like yeah. people ask, oh, do you see me moving? Do you see me this? Do you see me doing that? A lot of times, a lot of people don't understand is that a lot of it doesn't happen because you're not even sure if, if you want it. And if you want it, you would put more energy into looking into it. But if you're not happy about moving, then it's not going to come in the way you want. It's all law of attraction. It's all, and the spirit guides talk to me. I don't want people to think like, oh, you're just looking at the law of attraction and listening. No, that's why I don't want to hear questions. <laughs> I don't want to know what's going on with you. I want spirit to tell me what's going on with you. Then I tell you, and then you tell me what's going on. <laughs> I tell you, then you tell me, and then I tell you again. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, it, it's to, I don't know, to be in 3D, but to be able to switch your perspective, it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, you know, so, it's like, if you're not doing that, like, asking yourself, like, why is this happening to me? If you're still getting angry and upset, that's okay. That's, that's it's whatever. It takes time because you really have to be m- mindful and, I mean, of what you're, of what's going on, you know, and how you're reacting. So, and sometimes that's, like, reacting and coming back and saying, oh, I am so sorry. I, I did not mean to do that. And the more you do that, it's almost like you're training, you train yourself to not react so quickly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
it, 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 it doesn't come overnight. It's a, it's, it's a lot of work, especially if you're, like, resisting. It's even harder. But, you know, it, it, it's a lot of work to get your mind into that way of thinking, especially if you've been, you know, you, for 20 years you've been thinking a certain way. Now you get to change the way you're thinking? Yeah, it's, it's going to take some time. You're conditioned. You have to recondition yourself to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. The process, the process of evolution. Huh? You like that? It is the process of evolution. <laughs> it's self-evolution too. That's, that's right. How do you, you know, the other thing too is this is a big one. Um, not not expecting people to do certain things. A lot of people hold expectations over people when it oh. comes to relationships, when it comes to. Um, friendships, when it comes to family and, and little life things, and they're expecting yeah. them to do something. And we have to let go of expectations because what it's also saying is that you're, you're waiting for someone to do something that really you shouldn't be focusing on. You should be focusing on yourself. And here's the thing. In order for relationships to really change, uh-huh. we have to, and this is a hard, really hard lesson for people, you have to understand the power of the mirror in the universe. Are you, you are literally, you as, we, have, we as people, when we're looking out our eyes and we're seeing what's happening, it's literally the mirror. You attract what you're doing, what you're seeing. Okay. So when you're seeing someone do something and they're not doing as you expected them to do, you uh-huh. have to understand that you're not doing something that you're expecting yourself to do as well. Yeah, see, I, I never, I, I try to keep my expectations low, <laughs> um, and in all honesty, like, I don't, because cause there's that mirror aspect, so I don't really ever expect anybody else to do something that I wouldn't do, you know what I mean? I wouldn't expect them, like, to take out the trash if, like, I'm not willing to do it, you know what I mean? I wouldn't expect them to behave in a certain way, you know, if I wouldn't do that, you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Like the, it's yeah. a mirror thing, you know, it's like I hold myself to a certain standard and, you know, my partner or my friend as well to the same standard. I mean, we have people in our lives for different reasons. There's the friend you can go and just hang out and have a beer and be all kind of goofy and, you know, not care, you know, and then there's, you know, like me, then there's like your spiritual friends where you talk about and do this and, you know, do that and a whole different level. So, I mean, there's different times, I guess, and there's different mirrors, different aspects of yourself, you know, but I wouldn't expect anyone um, to do or to be, you know, anything other than myself. And if that's the case, like, if they're, like, at a much lower, you know, like, vibration, it's, like, unhealthy, yeah, then you question, you're, like, why is this person in my life, like, what do I, what is unhealthy about me, you know, that type of thing, mm-hmm. and then eventually you just kind of, like, cut the cord. It, it fades out, it, it fades away on its own. You know, the things that are meant to stay in your life will, and the things that don't, they'll, I mean, you may find yourself, you know, 
having a friend and, you know, you see this friend every single day and you talk to them all the time and then, but slowly they start disappearing from your life until you're like, oh my God, I haven't talked to so-and-so in forever. Are they still alive? You know, like you just lose all contact because it no longer serves, serves you anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Right, he says. Are you smoking a cigarette? Oh, I'm looking at your page right now. I was looking at that 3D and 4D and 5D comparison. No, I'm getting ready to post uh, the phone number for people to call in for live, uh, free live readings so we can take a, oh, a minute wow. here. Is it almost that time? Yes. Oh, oh exciting. You got you to gotta play a good song for the, for the break. You already know. You already know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I was so, I wasn't mad, but like last time when we ended the show, I was like, oh, where was that an hour ago? Like, it's one of my favorite bands. And like, there's something now that it's kind of crazy. But, um, you know, it's funny because like, you know, I get into, I talk about music with one of my sons a lot. And like the different genres, and he he asks me, he always asks me, why do you like this type of music? And well, to me, it's almost it's raw. It's almost like poetry in a sense, you know. When you can you you can feel it, you can feel the emotion behind it. You can just it touches you on a whole different level than just lyrics. You know what I mean? Just singing along. So. Right. I, the the song you're gonna play, I, I love that band. They got so many. They got yeah, great, a lot of great songs. And I I listened. I remember like when I got divorced <laughs> once, my first time. Um, I would play this this empowering like CD full of like rock music and like Godsmack and Linkin Park and and like Taproot and. And it was all these songs that they were like, oh, like aggressive and just, but it was really, really healing because it brought forth all these emotions that needed to get out. And right. like, I related, you know, I can totally, I, I related to the message they were saying, you know? Right. I remember listening. I, I grew up in the, the emo punk, um, emo punk era, like My Chemical Romance. And that was like, oh, I love them. <laughs> I'm not, oh, I saw them in concert too. It was called the Taste of Chaos tour. That was a great concert. And I was nice. like, I'm not okay. And I was like, I'm not okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some songs that play some great. I mean, I gotta add some stuff here, but there's some great lyrics and great messages there. But all right, without further ado, let's play a song. We're gonna get back and we're gonna start doing readings. All right. Top these roofs, not a type so I won't get loose. Soup is you can stop 
You can believe Cleo or you cannot believe Cleo, but Cleo already had tested what she see you doing. Yeah, you better believe Miss Cleo. Oh. Miss <laughs> Cleo already knows what she sees you doing. <laughs> Ooh, that was nice. That, like, pumped me up. I was jumping around my office, dancing, had my own little, like, little mosh pit. I was just jamming. Great. I, I, I did hear you. <laughs> I did hear you. Uh, <laughs> I, I was in it. I was living in the moment. They're one of my favorite bands. I'm a couple, couple new ones, but yeah, that, that was a, that's one of my favorite like go-to like ah nice. Uh, nice. I have this. I have this sound clip here. I don't even know what it is. It's, hold on. I want to listen to it. Play it. I'm looking here at this at uh, the devil card here, and you've got one fierce temper. You understand me? Oh, oh I don't know. I, it said the devil card, and I was like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, without further ado, we're gonna get someone on the line here. Um, what's your name? Where are you calling Hello. from? Hey, my name is Allison, and I'm calling from New York. What's going, Allison? Hi, Allison. Thank you for calling us. Hey, guys. How's it going with both of you today? 
everything is good. I uh, can't complain. Life's been life's been treating me well today. But um, you yeah. do sound familiar. Have you called the show before, like in the past? No, I never. Every time I try to get no? through, I don't. I do not. Nope. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Well, you you made it through today. Yay! Yeah, I do. Finally, yes. Awesome. It's a good day too. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. So far, so good. All right, Candace. Yeah, you're I'm ready. not take, complaining. Take, take it. Oh, I gotta shuffle these cards. I was just some, picking up on her energy. There's something about the shuffling of cards that you should that you should you should know it's real. It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, Miss Allison. So um, the card that I drew, it came up New Beginnings. So um, what is this almost like? This is like the beginning of whatever you want, really. It's yours for the taking. Like you are the master of your universe. And if you want it, you can have it. Um, so, I mean, there's just a lady just standing on the universe. So this is like all kinds of new things coming to you, like whether well, new relationships and like work. Um, and, oh my gosh, <laughs> the sky's the limit. Um, a, a lot of new blessing coming in for sure. A lot of new blessings, a lot of new stuff. Um, especially like, I don't know if it's around the home per se or what you would consider home because like a lot of people like live at work. <laughs> so um, a lot of new things within the home, a lot of happiness coming to the home, whether it's a new home, um, a new residence or you're like redecorating or there's definitely some, newness coming into your home. Um, Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot of, there's a rainbow. Another, there's a rainbow in this card that I pulled. And uh, I pulled a card, I'm sorry, I pulled another card for clarification to see where all these new beginnings are coming from. And it's um, going to stem from the things that make you secure, if that makes sense, like uh, like your home, like your job, those type of things there that bring you that kind of security in a sense, I guess you could say. Um, so, yeah, so new things coming in the home, uh, redecorating it, it's that kind of nature towards the home. Um going to require some adjustments, new adjustments. But it's going to be good stuff. It's, it's all, all, all good adjustments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love it. Yeah. But it's, a, it's up to you. I mean, like, what do you want? What do you want to bring into your life, into your home? It's going to be up to you. So, again, like, literally, the sky is the limit you are a master of your universe 
whatever it is that you want to create, if, as long as you put those thoughts, like your mind, or you have the thoughts, and then you have to put a little bit, you know, make those, I guess, small goals towards it, like put it in action. But, I mean, asking you shall receive, really. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of just picking up here. Yeah, I'm doing everything. Yes, see that you mentioned. I that means that that I'm on the right track. I'm doing everything. (laughs) Good, good. I'm not going to wait for it to happen. Yeah, you can feel it in your energy. The energy, like right now, like like you can feel it. You can feel the vibrancy. Life is good, and it's only going to get better. Nice. Okay. Yes. All right, Joe. Hold on one second here. Um, so the, 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 thing that, the first thing I'm picking up from your energy is the relationship coming in. Um, are you looking for a relationship? Because that's what I'm picking up on coming in. Like you're, you're searching for it and also is coming into your, your life soon. Yes, yes, yes. Finally, yes. <laughs> okay. It's so so I, pulled, I pulled a couple yeah. cards, but before I pull those cards, I like to pick up on your energy first. And, you know, I'm really, I'm really proud of you, and Spirit is, is also providing that. They're also saying that they see what you've been going through. And you made a lot of changes within you and around you and also the confidence that you, you're holding today. You didn't hold that torch about six months ago. And they're really happy with you because they're saying that they're seeing that within you. Um, the other thing, too, that I'm picking up on your energy that's walking with you, there's a male, there's someone that's in your family that passed away that's a male. And uh, um, I'm still working on finding out who. Um, huh. they're, very, they're very quiet and when it comes to personality They don't really talk much But they hold a lot of love for you um, Whoever this family member is And I want to say father But I'm not, I'm not really sure Could be a great a grandfather To be honest with you But their, their, their physical being is skinny I want to say At least in their mid to late 60s Or, or early 70s And what they're showing me Um but they're really happy with what you're doing for yourself. Um, that's what they're talking about. When it comes to my spirit guides, they, they want me to add to this message when it comes to the relationship coming into your life. Don't have it, and I'm, this is, everyone's different, but this is what spirit wants me to tell you. Don't have it set in your mind that the male person or the person, that, they're not going to be the one to really um, introduce this to you. Not everything needs to be perfect mm. and traditional. Not everything has to be, hey, you know, you know, I saw you cross the, what they're saying is sometimes you can be the one that initiates it. Some, you, you might want a guy who's confident. You might want a guy who's determined. You might want that guy, but sometimes that guy who is confident might not be the person that speaks up first. They might have it in their mind that, Oh, they just presume that you are in a relationship. They see you going to the coffee shop every day, whatever it may be. And they just assumed. But when it comes to the law of attraction, if you're attracted to someone and you see them every day and you cross paths every day and you're like, you know what, let me ask, you know, are you, are you seeing someone? Sometimes it just starts off with a conversation and spirit saying is sometimes that might have to start off with you. 
And so when this new, new relationship crosses paths and you find an interest in someone, start it off. Don't, don't be hesitant. Because that might be um, what I'm getting from this is that that might be more uh, exciting for the other person and for you. So it might not always start the way you think okay. it might be. When it comes to the cards that came out for you, I've got the moon and the completion card. And the moon talks Ooh. about phases completing and entering your life. The completion card is the completion. It's also the four of wands. The four of wands talks about this relationship coming in. It talks about a new beginning. It talks about a, a fulfillment of things. But what you have to remember is that you have to be fully ready for this because the princess of cups is really what comes up after this. And this is where your head's at. And the princess of cups is in reverse. When it comes to the princess, it says the, the, it's actually the page of cups. It's also the, the femininity of the cups. Cups are about fulfillment, achievement, happiness, how much you're pulling, putting in your cup. Some people have the reverse cup, and it's empty. It all depends on how much, is, how much is flowing and how much is not flowing and what position it's in. But what Spirit's saying with this is that make sure that you're really ready, and I'm not saying that you're not, but you are, and make sure that you're, you're willing and accepting of the changes to come. Because this is also understanding that there's another person that's going to be involved, which is a relationship, and there's going to be differences, what they do, what you do, what you like to do, what they like to do. It's not always going to be together doing the same thing. They're going to have their own hobbies and their own interests. But this relationship is coming in. And so keep doing what you're doing. But when you see someone that is, you, you, you have that connection with, you seem interested in, go up to them. Hi, what's your name? I was wondering if you have, if you, if you're in a relationship, I'd like to, you know, go on a date. You don't have to be the the one that always gets asked because I do see you kind of asking someone and that can bring in this relationship faster than sooner than later type of thing. Um, Oh, okay. They're also showing me that you're, you're setting the stage for this manifestation and because you are manifesting this relationship and Uh you're, you're, you've been thinking about, um, People don't realize it, but this is actually pretty cool. You know, you're watching a movie. You're like, you know what? I'm going to watch a movie with this person that I really want to be with when they come into my life. Cause, um, it's going to be a great movie to show them and uh, why I like it. And that's actually manifesting. You're like, you know what? I'm going to set this here and the person that's meant to be. You know, sometimes people do this too. This is actually pretty cool. It might sound crazy. They'll put, <laughs> an, they'll put an extra plate for dinner if they're sitting by themselves. And they're saying to themselves, this is going to be for the person that's going to be meant to be uh, staying with me and living with me and um, in a relationship with me. And it's literally showing the universe what you want to come into your life. And that's another way of doing it. And that's why I tell people too, if you want to move, if you want to um, find a new location, start packing. You don't have to know where you're going yet. By packing, you're setting the intention of I'm doing this for this reason. So what Spirit's saying, if you would really like doing this to bring this into my life, but what Spirit was really saying overall to remember is don't feel like everything has to be a certain way. You know, I don't really like this saying, but there are people that are willing to propose to the other um, sex. I don't, I don't really think it should be that way, but it's really up to the person. The female can propose to a male, but is that likely? No. But what, my, what Spirit and my guides are really saying to you is when it comes off to starting this relationship, be willing to start off the conversation. Even say, hi, how are you? What's your name? Okay. Okay, that's fine. I can do that. Oh, okay. (laughs) The thing is, I'm intuitive, and I pick up the energy of people before I meet them. So 
I'm trying to narrow down to who he is. Um, I pick up a, a majority of the oh, guys that I see. Then I'm not interested in them. But one guy I actually I I like his energy, and that's definitely a yes. Oh yeah, follow that energy. <laughs> that's exciting. But remember, and that's the same thing with um, I I call them short term goals and long term goals, and we have the choice to create our own reality. And so the short term goals are similar to what you just did. You're you're feeling the vibe of someone. You're like, you know what? The vibe feels no, doesn't feel good with this person. I really don't feel it. With this person, I do. And that's a sense of choice, too. We can choose what we want for lunch or dinner, but when we actually put feeling to it, you're like, you know what? I don't feel like doing that. So you're already feeling it out. But mm-hmm. what my guides actually want to a- end with this reading for you is even if they don't, it doesn't work out the way you would like it to with one person, does not mean that there's someone, doesn't mean that there's no one else available or the, the right one isn't there. Don't let that I'm – not, I'm not saying that this person is going to shut you down or anything. What I'm saying for my guides are just remember that doesn't mean anything. If they're in a relationship, okay, there's someone else that's meant to be with you. But by you trying and being confident and talking, it's opening the door for that possible connection that's meant to be made. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. But don't give up. All right. <laughs> All right. I, yeah, I, I actually, like, for the entire year, I just plan on achieving all of my short-term and long-term goals. I plan on being, in my eyes, I plan on being single until the end of next year, the end of 2021. Like oh, four. Okay. Yeah, I'm not in no rush right now, yeah. Things happen when you least expect it. So this yeah. is why people, <laughs> uh-huh. people need to understand that when you're happy and you're focusing on your happiness, you're literally vibrating to match with the happiness that you seek. And you're not looking at it. It'll happen when that. it's meant to happen. That's why people that they're, they're yeah, causing problems exactly. when, they're, when they're like, you know what? I really want a relationship. I want this. I'm, I'm tired of being alone. Da, 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 da. Where's the right one? Where's the right one? they're actually causing resistance to bring that person in. But when you're happy and you know it, you clap your hands. But when you're happy, you actually, <laughs> you're focusing on you. You're loving yourself, what you're doing. Your vibration energy is awesome, by the way. But you, mm-hmm. you don't look, you don't look at you. the things that you want. And when you don't look at the things you, you want and you're just focusing on the, the now and what brings you happiness now and working on the now, it brings more of what you're searching for into the now so that's why it, ha- it literally happens when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. So that's, you might say you're going to be single until 2021. That's, that's only a couple months from now. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I'm just not ready to be in a relationship as of yet. But everything that you read say, that is me. You read me very well. That's what my belief system is. And I'm, I'm going to stay on it. I'm going straight up. I'm going straight forward and up, not back it. Yeah. Good. That's a good. Yeah, well, you're doing great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. The other yeah, very seeing, I don't know if this. Uh, this is what I'm seeing with you is that you're very detailed on where you place your things, how you like your things, what you do. You're, you're actually like, it's actually really cool. I see you, and there's times where I don't know. Do you, I mean, we're human. We talk to ourselves once in a while. We're like, oh, why did I put this here? Oh, and then we're laughing at ourselves. They're showing me, like, you going through these little motions of, like, oh, okay, well, I'll put it over here. That's all right. I usually have – I don't know. They're showing me little things that you have in place, but there's times where 
you, you laugh at yourself sometimes. <laughs> I, yep. <laughs> yep. That's good. That's good. I'm really happy for you. I'm really, I'm really excited for this relationship. Okay. You're, it's going to come when you least expect it. And it's going to be, a, it's going to be a connection with someone where you're going to be like, you know what? You've been talking and, and they, they might be seeming like a friend, but where, where can this go? And why don't we go out for dinner? Well, you ask them. And it's going to come. You're going to yeah, see it. It's going yeah. to be unavoidable too. Yeah. That's, and that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what I want. <laughs> unavoidable. Yes. Don't go anywhere. Cause I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much guys. I will call you back in a few months. When I move to give an update. Yes. Go. Yes, I would love to hear it. Affirming it left and okay. right. Love it. Ha- yes, ma'am. Thank you. This has been one of the best readings. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Oh, you're very <laughs> welcome. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Have a good night. Okay. I wonder where this oh, she's from New York. That's all right. All right. We got the next <clears throat> caller. We got uh Area code two zero one. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Jackie. I'm calling from New Jersey. Hey, Jackie, how's it going? It's going. I couldn't get to the last time. <laughs> I, I was hi, on Jackie. The show. <laughs> hi. Did you, were you interested <laughs> yeah. in the reading? Yeah, please. I appreciate it. All right. She would appreciate it. Yeah, it's kind of breaking in and out just a little bit. Yeah, I'm on the headset, but I hear you well. I didn't catch that part. I'm sorry. I I can hear you. (laughs) Okay, good. All right, I'm just going to shuffle up the cards here. Okay. All right, that's Jackie. I think these cards are too big for my little hands. <laughs> you know, I've seen cards that are like ridiculously huge, and I, I don't understand what the purpose. Like, why, why go that far? But then again, I've also bought the tiniest tarot cards that you can buy. I was but, just gonna say. <laughs> but why, you know? So it's like, well, whatever. <laughs> whatever floats your boat. All right, Miss Jackie. Um, so there's. The card that came up um, was mental conflict. Um, so this could be just like going back and forth between like this or that, pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Um, more so around your personal relationship. It doesn't have to be romantic. It could just be like a friend that you just met. You know, should I keep them as my friend? Like, I don't like the way they do things. You know, just stuff like that. Because um, it is not bringing you harmony. It's not bringing you happiness. Um, should I stay or should I go? <laughs> is what is what's coming into coming into play here. Um, right. By, I, know, I know what you're talking can, about. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and by continuing that. Um, it's just, it's going to be unstable, unbalanced. Um, it's, 
not for your higher good. Um, it's really not because um, it doesn't bring all those. Doesn't <laughs> it doesn't do you any good really to put it nicely. Um, when you like begin to release those things and like do things for yourself, make decisions from the heart. Um, that's what you're going to have to do. That's what, what you're going to have to kind of do one of those soul searching, ask those tough questions, um, and be truthful and honest with yourself, um, in order to, I guess, get your decision when it comes to these, this mental conflict, so to speak, that you're going through, um, going outside, um, just being in a place of solitude by yourself, whether it's in nature or just, um, I don't know, any, anywhere really that would just bring you that solitude where you can be by yourself and think and have a clear head um, would help. Mm -hmm. Going for a walk, you know, because when you're not like actively thinking about it, that's what you got to try to do, like kind of not put so much attention on it. And when you're not actively thinking about it, the answers just, they just start coming. They'll just start coming. But yeah, I feel this is around your personal relationships. Not so much romance, it could be, but um, just with partnerships in general. Um, on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. it'll be, I don't want to say something worth celebrating. Um, I don't know, like if you're in, involved in a kind of relationship, like an unhealthy one, I don't know if that's, I think that when you release that, all that negative space, you'll be able to celebrate in a sense, like be you, be happy and celebrate life just a little bit more. If that makes any sense. I know where you're going. I mean, I know what you're referring to. I'm seeing okay, good, something good. from a completely different perspective. Like, I'm I'm seeing from a spiritual perspective. My husband is seeing it from an ego right now. And he doesn't understand that what I know in my heart and what he that's, sees that, that's, in mine is two different yeah. things. That's what I was Yeah, and, 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 you know, I understand why he's thinking that way because he's kind of apprehensive, too, because it involves my family. But he doesn't mm-hmm. understand my spirituality. Ogan confirms, you know, what I'm supposed to do. I just don't know how to put it on paper and, and follow up with certain things. So it, it's, a, it's a conflict there because I'm ready to move on, and so is he. We're ready to move forward. But you may need to have a, like a, a heart-to-heart conversation. He's afraid. You know what I mean? He's afraid. He's afraid but, of of them giving us a hard time down the road. And I'm at a point where I don't even care. It is what it right. is. We have to just do what we have to do. We've been doing it. Like he's not wrong. Well, I think if I was, if I was uh, in his shoes, I probably would be feeling the same way. But he doesn't see what I see. Right. 
I, I was picking up on this too already, and I, I kind of almost wish that like, you didn't bring it up, but <laughs> I was picking up on the, the different views of, of what's happening. But I got to tell you, mm-hmm. you know, I want to make sure, because this is what I'm getting, and I want to make sure this is the right person. You you called in before, because I remember, because Spirit's bringing this up right now. You had your mom's house, right? You still do? Yes. Okay. The the one thing in your because I'm getting this 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 woman's voice here, you have to understand something. Is that there's a lot of things that have shifted since her passing, a lot of things that um, have changed, and everything has. There's always a different possible reality. There was a reality with you <laughs> taking it over, doing what you were gonna do. <clears throat> but this is this is what I'm getting from her right now. She's saying at this point in time, it's causing more problems than solutions. It's causing more chaos than, than order. She's saying that it's, it's actually it's actually making more problems than anything. It's causing more causing more problems than anything. It's causing more aggravation. And what she's honestly saying right now is to let it go. She's saying, do what you have to do. If you have to get rid of it, sell it. Because you're holding on to something that she's saying that you're looking at it as a memento. You're looking at it as memento. You're looking at it as her legacy, where she left off. You know, this is her energy. But what she's actually asking you to do is let it go because it's causing more problems. She's saying, and I don't know what you're planning on doing right now, but this is a property that is in your name, right? No, we both want to move there. We just want to go about to move differently. And the problem was there's certain things that I have to get done before I go back to work that I had gotten ill. So he's worried about the holdup. Whereas, I mean, if I, I feel like if I want to move in and start to work for everything is settled, whatever I put in the property, I put it in the property already. No one can right. take that from me. He's worried that uh-huh. he's moving the property and everybody's going to come after us for money. For what? They owe me money. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. Because there, there's something about this is holding a lot of stuff back. It's, it's causing more disagreements. So, look, how, how, much is, how much is left of what you have to do before you go back to work? Well, I have to put some documents together and some emails together and forward them to my attorney and write narratives and, just make sure my accounting is my accounting for all that I've spent is all together. The pro mm-hmm. the problem was I just recently had surgery on my eye and I'm just now getting okay. my focus back so I couldn't do it. That's it. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, there was a lot of anxiety. He just didn't understand why I was so anxious about sitting down and mm-hmm. focusing. The energies around me this summer have been incredibly insane. Even mm-hmm. though I've been social distancing and I've been home every day, 
it has been too heavy for me to even sit down and think. Mm-hmm. The card that I pulled for you is the Queen of Swords, and it's actually a really good card. And what this talks about is not allowing people to disturb you on your progress. It talks about you moving forward with achievement. It talks about getting things done in your own way. What's really happening overall is your husband is keep, keeps pressuring you to do other things because he's, he's concerned about other things. But what I want to ask you is, because you know, I don't usually get um, messages for other people unless it's important, especially if it's connected to them. Mm-hmm. Your husband's energy is, is, what's up with him in work? Is he working? Yes, he's been working so hard. And, you know, I, I always tell him to take a break because at the end of the day, you know, I want him to be healthy and I don't want him to worry about this thing. Mhm. You know, and yeah. really, like he's he's a he's a he's an awesome provider. I can never take that from him. And he works very hard, and he does have a lot of money invested in this. And he also knows that my my brothers and sisters have been like really they they've been so uncooperative, and they haven't contributed anything. Like we pulled everything out of a hole, and we take care of yeah. our many people. People think that I actually live there, and I don't. That, that's so, you know, he's nervous because that. of them. My spirit guys were telling me is that you don't live there, but you, you own it. You're in, you're in control of it. Yes, and I intend to move there. And I just have to, I could not focus on the paperwork this summer. I, I literally had um, surgery two weeks ago, and I'm just getting my 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 um, vision back in my eye. I couldn't sit on the computer and do this and do that. And I just couldn't do it. All right. So much pain. Right. All right. So my my guy, well, I gotta ask you this. What? Because this is what they're asking me. What is the goal? What do you have the goal in mind for this property? What do you want to do? Because so far, I want to move in there. We we want to move in there and restore the property and live there. Okay, because your mother's also sitting next to me, talking to me about she's she's she wants me to ask you this question, and I'm not saying this and don't mm-hmm. say this the wrong way, but she, she's asking me to ask you. You do understand that mm-hmm. by moving in there, when you do move in there to restore the property, it's going to be over the next ten years. It's not going to happen all overnight, and it's going to be more money. You do understand that, right? Yeah. Okay. The other thing they're asking me about, my guides are now asking me to ask you is, what's going to happen with the place you're at? I'm going to rent it. Okay. That's what, that's what they were telling me. You were planning on renting it out. Okay. Now, the first thing that you – I don't know if I, I told you, Candace, this is actually a really cool story. When I started doing podcasting, she actually called in one day for the first time. And I, before uh-huh. she even told me who, her name or anything, I was like, are you calling about a house? And someone sent me <laughs> to that house. And I, she was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I don't know if I told you then, but have you done any spiritual cleanses at that house? 
I I have done some, but I know I do need to do more. I didn't get to do anything. Yes. Strongly suggested. What, I know. What that. I recommend I know you because do I is feel it. Get a get a coconut, a whole coconut. Just one. I love this. <laughs> and you need to start off if it's if it's a two story home or if it's a one story if it's a two story you start at the top. If it's a it's a one floor, you just kick it around. You have to go in every room. Start every four mm-hmm. corners of the of the place. Start from the farthest end of the room, kick it into every room. Then you go downstairs. If it's the second floor, do the same thing. When you're kicking it, mm-hmm. you have to don't pick it up. When you kick it, make sure that you think about how the negative energy or anything there is being collected in this coconut. And you're kicking it. As it's rolling, it's picking up more of the negativity. Now, what you do is at the end, when you've reached every room and kitchen and all that, all four corners, you kick it out the front door. And out the front door, you kick it to the main road, wherever the driveway ends. And where that ends, at the end of your property, off the property, smash it on the floor. Now, what happens is if someone hasn't done this over a period of time or they don't do it, but they don't do spiritual work, it's going to collect all of that. And when you throw it on the floor, it's going to, bl- it's going to blow up like it's like, full of um, air. It's literally a combustion of all that negativity. And before you get into the house, take three pieces of candy, like in a wrapper. It doesn't, you could buy a dollar store if you want. Three, three pieces of candy. Wipe the candy. Put, put it in your hand and wipe them over your arm, your face, your hair. Why? Because when you're breaking the coconut, sometimes it, it gets on you or, you know, you're, you're picking it up and it has that ener- energy already and you break it, you want to remove that before you go back into the home or into your own home. So do that. Because what Spirit's saying is a lot of this has to do with the energy that's already in the home. It doesn't matter how, how negative or positive people are, but what's important is that there's other family members that over the period of time have been thinking about this property when we put thought into our mind about something, we're sending energy to it. And so the more energy we send mm-hmm. to it, the more it's collectively there. And so this home has been collecting a lot of negative energy because of the people that keep thinking about it. Once you do uh-huh. this, a lot of things will move. Your mother keeps saying to me, she's almost upset because this has caused more problems than she wishes for everyone else. It's caused family to be distorted. It's caused communication and love to be disconnected. And it's caused some interruptions. But what she's saying for you is, is that she's actually, I don't know why she's also telling me, you already know that you're healthy and fine, right? The surgery for you is good. Right? You're aware of that? Yeah. Say that again. You're, you're, I already she know wanted that. Me to tell you, she wanted me to tell you, I feel like you already know this. But the surgery for your eyes and everything, everything is good. She wants you to know that. You're good, health-wise. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When it comes to your relationship, your mom wants me to tell you, it's good. Everything is good with your relationship. What needs to be understood mm-hmm. is that it's just different points of view with you and your husband, and he just doesn't want to see this disrupting your, your life, and he wants you to keep moving forward. But you're also showing him, look, I have to do this, and we've got to get this done. That's Okay. That's great. Make sure you get it done. But that energy needs to be removed from that home. There's a lot of family members that right. are looking at they're looking at this home still in materialistic ways. 
and they're pissed off. But you know what? Not it even just, it's not even just family members. It's not even just family members. I mean, if I had five minutes with my mother and I was to let her know how many people had their eyes on her phone, she would be going away. And, and the sad thing about it is that she, I mean, she had other properties that were valued more, and they sold it, and they kept mm-hmm. it, and they blew their money. Mm-hmm. And when the courts put me in charge, I, I mean, I ended up borrowing even from my home to pay back like three years of back taxes, and since then mm-hmm. I've been paying the taxes and everything else. So everyone mm-hmm. in the family knows. They they have a general idea of what I've done. They just don't know how I've been doing it. And really I've been right. doing it because my husband has been supporting. But he's that's he's, great. He's anxious. He's anxious with all these changes going on in the economy and this and that. And he does work hard. You brought up his work. He mm-hmm. does work hard. And he does deserve to not have to worry, oh, my God, am I going to lose my money or do this and that? No. He, right. he, I understand his position. He just didn't understand my position. And my position was like, I, I got a lot of mind chatter. I'm trying to figure it out. I, I think I've been in my head and then I got ill. You know, I do, I do recommend this, too. I recommend you doing the coconut for your own home, too. It's going to relieve a lot of I am going to do uh, it. I, I am going to do it. Here's the problem with my mom's home, though. There is a side door that leads out to the driveway, and then there's a back door that goes out into okay. the yard. Unfortunately, the front door, when I took access to the house, it was bolted, so it has a deadlock that I can't open okay. right now. So, I, I mean, and the coconut would have to go, like, three different floors. I would have to start from the attic. Because the, the major energy in that house is been stagnant. The energy not going okay. from my energy mm-hmm. is heavy because of things that was going on with her and my mother when my mother passed. And then when I didn't have access to the house, things that was going on between her and my brother. Oh, I know the energy is very because I feel it. I mean, I go in and, you know, sometimes if I'm in the kitchen, I'll burn Alexandro. Or, you know, I'll smudge the place here and there, but I have not been able to just, like, be there and do, like, a spring cleaning um, and everything else. Like, I have to go there and do little things because I, I was limited at time. Mm-hmm. And it would have, this summer would have okay. been the best time to shore everything up, but I couldn't get to it because I had this, this, this issue in my eye. That's it was, okay. like, just Look, when I thought everything... I was going to have time, this happened. Everything is going to get done. I, what Spirit's telling uh-huh. me is by 2021, you should have everything with, with what you're dealing with now, even before that, sorted out. Next year is going to be a really good new year for you. And what they're talking to me about is mm-hmm. uh, a whole shift in progress. So everything that you've been hoping for and wanting is going to be coming in within mm-hmm. or before the end of the year into next year. And do it as just like you're planning. Move in, restore it, rent out that place. Um, what they're really emphasizing, though, is making sure that you're renting the place 
with a background check. They have, they, you know, they could, they could prove for their, their work in progress. Um, you're not just renting to a friend's friend that they, their word is good for it. Because oh, no, what no, 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 no. Really I lived, I lived in my apartment. I lived in my apartment. This was my, this was my first house. I lived in this house for 22 years. And my apartment I that I'm leaving is, is the size of a maybe average size rent house. And I'm not letting just anybody come in this house because this house has been, this was our investment. And actually this investment is what's helping me take care of my mother's house now. So I'm going to be Good. very cautious. And you did say that when I spoke to you before, that uh, the person that was on the show with you, we had this oh, conversation. Wow. I am going to do my due diligence. I'm not, I'm not playing because at the end of the day, we live in a, in a, in a, in a world right now where we have to be very prudent with our affairs. And I, I already know mm-hmm. what I'm contending with, you know? Mm-hmm. In, in terms of that, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to play with that because my husband and I both work very hard. That's good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I look forward to the, the next the next reading we give you when you're telling me all the good stuff that's happened. Me too. Yes. Could I ask you a quick question about things? work, though? About work? Um, yeah. Cause well, the, that, the, that's the only card that I have pulled and I, I briefly talked about was the Queen of Swords. And it talks about you achieving, mm-hmm. you succeeding in everything that you're working hard at. Um, work's going to be good, but what you have to remember is you're going to get frustrated because there's, there's going to be a time for work and time for you to get things done. And you're just going to need to either ask your husband for help, like if you have to send an email, if you have to do certain paperwork, if you have to get things done. But look, not everything has to happen that day. If they're pressuring you to get some stuff, because what I'm seeing really from your work isn't the problem with work. It's the problem with you getting other stuff done while you're at work. And so just be realistic with yourself. Don't get pressured on, I have to get this done today, and how am I going to do it? You can always get it done tomorrow. Mm-hmm. There's always another day. But that's, I don't really see a problem with work. It's, I just see the problem with trying to balance work it's, and it's getting other things done. Listen, I'm supposed to be working remotely at least until November unless they extend it. And when I first started working remotely in March, up until like June, mm-hmm. the ending of June when this thing happened with my eye, it was incredibly frustrating because mm-hmm. like, we were home teaching ourselves and doing everything all at once with no support mm-hmm. whatsoever. And it was overwhelming. And I, I I can't go back into that. I think that's the pressure that led to the situation with my eye. No, I actually know that's what happened. So I, I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I got to know when to turn it off, turn it on and mm-hmm. off. And I, I did struggle well, with that. I want, to, uh, I want to thank you for calling in. We are, we are coming to the end of almost this, uh, this radio show today. But I want to thank you for always okay. listening and calling in, and I appreciate it. Yes, you. thank you. Thank you. Same here. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate both it. Of you. I'm glad we could help. I slept a bit. Thank you. 
Thank you. You're welcome. I want to do something a little bit different because we do have some time here, but we don't we don't have another caller. But I want to end this on an interesting note here. Uh oh. I would like to pull a card for you if that's okay, and you could pull a card for me. Woo! <laughs> um. Okay. I'm down. All right. Let's do this. This is almost like, I feel like we're playing Russian Delay or something. <laughs> no, that's a different team that I don't play. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, see, this is, a, this is a little, I find it more difficult to actually read somebody or do a reading for somebody that I'm, that I'm in close contact with, you know? Yeah, no, I get that. You know, you dished me all the time. So it's like, I got the inside scoop already. But, but, hopefully there'll be an aha moment. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe. What's coming up for Joe in the future? In the What's coming up? Because you gave me an amazing, oh my gosh. So we were talking earlier today, and we were talking about, like, pulling cards and, like, different, um, there's different card layouts you can do. And you were like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's what your intention is for the card. Right. And I've noticed that, so when I pull cards for, for people, um, I do, like, the current situation and, like, the possible future. So I am trying to set the intent on Joe's card for the future. Don't try. Just do it. All right. What's coming up for Joe? All I see is all I see is rainbows. Okay. Um, so the power card came up. Ooh. And I like this because it's like this <laughs> Okay. So like one side <laughs> is it's like an old man with gray hair and like the other side is half of the face is a lion. Ooh. So like your full potential like stepping into your power, stepping into um, like the wisdom, mm. like being fierce, <laughs> being fierce with it. So like, there's also like um, the number uh, eight that came up with it. And that's just like abundance. That's just like the um, infinity. That's like in the cards, obviously for you. Um, but, by stepping into your power, you see, you, it's hard. To, you know this already. By stepping into your, your power, you will receive that abundance. Right. I don't even know what the card itself says. I don't look at the, the meanings of these cards. Right. Which I think is a good thing, but. I do the same thing. Because yeah, I'd rather, I think I'd rather look thing. at the card and let Spirit tell me more about that. But, yeah, so this, and I mean, so I feel, though, it does deal with the spiritual aspect. Um, there's, like, uh, purple in the background, which kind of makes me think of the the, um, the chakra, the uh, crown chakra. Yeah. Is that right? So it makes me think of the crown chakra. So, um, and then, like, so one half is purple, one half is red. So I, that's where I get that fierceness up power um that you're going to embody spiritually 
to me, it sounds pretty cool. From what I get is like I'm owning it, I'm sec- accepting it, um, I'm in the power, I'm in my power, I'm not unbalanced, infinity. So what you're seeing from my energy. Yeah. If you, to, if you were to put it in your own words, like what do you get? That's what that all that was my own words. I didn't look in a book. <laughs> Is there another card? But I'll, do you want another card? Yeah, okay, well, let's combo. Go for the combo. Underneath that card is transformation. That's a really good combo. And so it's this lady. She appears to have wings. Don't know what kind of wings, but she appears to have wings as if she's flying. <laughs> and she's okay. flying high. <laughs> um, so 13 is a four. So, again, that deals up like with, you know, your personal. Um, fours are thoughts, too, aren't they? What's that? The number four. Like, that's like, manif- that's not manifestation. That's eight. Um I was trying to break down the number for well, the number four. It all depends on the reader. So for me, when I read the card, um, it talks about completion. It talks about the achievement of the manifestation. Oh shit! You just said you said so. Wait, you said eight is manifestation, and the, and the, and the four is the achievement of that power. Mhm. Stepping, it's stepping into. Ooh, so really soon I'll be stepping into my manifestation. So. It's everything that, kind that of I want. That kind of Yes, like sir. It. Hey, it's you have been okay. I've known you for what, like we always forget. I think I've known you for about two years. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but ever since I've known you, like you've always had this vision for yourself. Mm-hmm. And for as long as I've known you, I have seen you gradually, 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 gradually achieve that. Mm-hmm. So it's all, I mean. I love this. <laughs> but yes, you, you are. You're, you're, and I think that you're beginning to do that. Just, just from the conversation we had on air tonight and today, like how you're like, no, I need my time. Because this is what, this empowers me. Mm-hmm. This, you know, this is, this is the fuel for my soul. This is what I need. To, I need to do this. You know, this keeps me balanced. This keeps, this keeps me going. This, you know, keeps me centered. So the more you're doing that for yourself, you know, like, hey, I need my time. I need to do this. You know, putting yourself first. Because we forget sometimes. We want to be you know, of service to others that we lose ourselves, which, you know, it happens. So, but you are, you're demanding that for yourself. You're being fierce and you're, you're demanding that you, and so, yeah. And with that comes the transformation, the change that Mm -hmm. you, that you're trying to do. Kudos. I love that. You know, as much as I do other things, my my dream and for myself has I've never once I so when I went through my soul awakening I, and I was pressuring myself I was like what's next for me what am I meant to do and I thought I was going to be like a mechanic next to something <laughs> you know I might just do that for fun one day just to like learn how to build an engine but like 
I realized that I, I always loved my spirituality. And I, and I got so excited when I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And ever since then, like, as much as I might do something else, this has not been something where I'm like, oh, maybe I'll stop doing that. So I love that. Right? Because you're right. The past two years, I've been progressing more. And I, mm-hmm. I, te- I teach people this, too. Like, the more we progress in something, we might not, we might not personally see that progress, but we are progressing. And just like it's crazy. Yeah, just like manifesting, like we have a big goal, but as long as we maintain our happiness in certain things, it's it's going to bring it in. So I love that message. Thank you. You're welcome. I am grateful. My pleasure. So before I read these cards, um, the first thing that Spirit wants me to talk to you about is you might, there's times and places where we might not have the full answer yet. And we might not have the answer, but what winds up happening is, like we said before, the universe provides us with obstacles to us for us. And so when my spirit right. guides want me to say, Candace, is that you might not know how it's going to develop or certain things are going to develop. But what you need to have faith in and progress in and remember is that it's going to lead you where you need to be. You have to remember that you might not have the answer now, but the pressures and the feelings, happiness, sadness, it all is going to bring you into the next door that you need to be at. Okay. <clears throat> and so what they're saying, too, is they're really happy with you on how you're handling what you're handling. They're really happy with you letting go of how it's going to happen. What they want you to remember is that you might have, you might have moments of, like, how am I going to financially do this? How is this? But you're also realizing that slowly things are progressing for you in other areas. And so, you know, I always see this, and don't take this the wrong way. This is how they're showing me it, and I really don't want you to take this the wrong way. It's kind of weird. (laughs) You know, I'm not a fan of it, but in lab lab studies, they they have a mouse in a maze with cheese. And so (laughs) over time... I like cheese, too. I love cheese. I've, I've actually realized that recently. I'm like, you know what? I love cheese doodles and cheese puffs, and then I love cheese. I'm like, you know what? I love cheese. It's so, never enough. What was that for? <laughs> so the, the mouse at times might not sure where to go, but it will find its place. And I'm not a fan of that, but at the same time, my, my metaphor is, is that you're going to find the answers just remember to stay in this in this reality of where you're going and have faith and make sure that you're understanding that. The two cards that I have for you, the Dominion card and the Higher Orphan. And again, it talks, and this is more so like your future, what's coming up. Do not allow yourself to be dominated on your physical thoughts. So don't allow the 3D world to get to you. Don't, you know, where am I going to go next? What's going to happen next? Have faith and let go of the worries and have faith that the answer is going to be brought to you. Things are going to be brought to you. It's all going to develop on its own pace and time. But you have to remember the higher orphan card is having faith and trust in spirits, your ancestors, your spirit guides, your light beings, your, your spiritual team. Having faith that what you're being provided for and what you're giving, getting messages for and what your, your aunt, the changes in your life. It's all developing, but it's bringing you somewhere. You know what? I want to pull another card. Where's it bringing you? Ah, what's it bringing me? So what's cool is is that the card that I I didn't plan on pulling, but the next card. Bring me to self. 
what's what's happening after that and that that's more the future card and the future card came out in reverse and that's how i saw it as for the intention and most of my future cards come out in reverse because it means it either comes in sooner than later or it's on its way and this is on its way but you want to know what this card is yes this card is literally labeled success it's the six six of pentacles the pentacles oh i love that card the pentacles are your ideas, your, the seed of thought, your actions that turn into manifestations. It's also on the way to the seven of pentacles, which is working harder, putting more effort into your endeavors. And so this is on your way to even more achievement. So have faith in the way things are going. Don't worry about, don't, dom- don't allow your mind to dominate into how is this going to turn out. Have faith in your spirits and your team. And remember that this card is literally bringing you to success. They're leading you there. Just don't let your physical, mental body get stuck in 3D. And work, keep okay. working on your work because your happiness is there. Happiness and, and focus on releasing things and showing people what your products are, what you have to offer. It shows in your vibration. It's going to keep going. Yeah. You know, the other thing, too, I remember for myself is that everything happens to us for us. I think I told you before, when I started my podcast, before uh, you came into the picture, um, I was doing a lot of free readings, and a lot of people were listening, a lot of people. And so I was doing live readings, too, at one point, and a lot of success came with both of them. And so what I remember it is my happiness in both of them. And so I'm going back to that, but more so I let go of how things are going to unfold. I let go of worrying about how things are going to happen. And I just realized, that, you know what, I'm going to trust the process. And just like you told me, I'm going to be stepping more into my power and I'm going to um, be matching with my manifestation and completion and success in, in my manifestation. So have faith in your manifestation. Have faith in what you're feeling. Have faith in your, your outcomes. Because that's what really Spirit's talking about is um, you, you have your own methods. And this is going to be a new obstacle on how did you make it through this obstacle and how are you going to help other people when they have the same problems. Because you're going to be doing more readings, too. And, um, yeah, I feel that. I, you know, everything that you're saying, I, it's totally, totally relatable, <laughs> as if you're ever wrong. Um, but, yeah, and I notice the more I, like, who doesn't worry about where their next meal is going to come from? You know what I mean? But, like, or how their bills are going to be paid. Because, I mean, I lost my job because of, you know, the COVID. And, but... You know, letting go of that, I got let go. Like, how am I going to make my car payment? You know, just mm-hmm. today, money money came in. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like by doing something that I love, money came in. You know, so yeah, I, I do. I am. I'm learning to. I mean, learning to let go more and more. So let let it go. Let let it happen the way it's supposed to happen. Right. It's crazy because I literally like I don't I don't oversee everything like this podcast with me and you like I I want to do because we have great conversations we've done podcasts before um, why not do it and so not only is this helping me but it's helping you and so yeah. I don't notice that I'm not like you know what let me help Candace out with readings because she's meant to do. no I I know that this is going to help you and it's going to help me. And so it's amazing how, like, the things that we don't really understand how, why we're making those decisions are going to bring us to the next thing. 
And so you have to remember too, like this is helping you also progress in your reading, helping you progress in your, your work. It's helping you. Yes. I am. So I am so grateful for this, this friendship that we created. I'm grateful too. It's not, and I can't take the credit for that. You, you accepted to do this. You accepted to participate. And so it's not, I can't take the credit for it. You're doing it. You're enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. So I'm grateful for our friendship too. And it's like, Things only keep progressing. So who knows? Maybe what's going to happen is we're going to be on a bigger podcast one day, and my achievement is going to be your achievement, and we're going to be progressing. Who knows? But, like, all we can do right now is focus on the happiness that we literally can share with what we have now that can turn into something bigger. We never really know. And my point is – so my my minor and major point is here is that (laughs) – focusing on the happiness because even though I'm transcending in my focus and goals, you're also doing it your own way. Everything happens for a reason. There's no coincidence. Uh-huh. With, that, with that being said, I'd like to end this on a great note and that's a great note. And everything happens for a reason, everyone. So even <laughs> though you, you're focusing on your goals, as long as it's happiness and you're doing it with a friend or you're doing it for yourself, if it's not bringing you happiness, don't do it. Or make sure you have time for both if you're doing happy and happy. Whatever it may be, it all leads us somewhere. With that being said, here we go. I'm a plot.